When this power begins to form, it might be likened to having a little factory in your body. It's wrong to criticize leaders of the church, even if the criticism is true. The Lord has promised us that he will never fall allow the prophet to lead his people astray. But you baptize Holocaust victims. Not anymore. We, 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 it, by, for, we've agreed and we've agreed to the insensitivity and so we've ceased. We've recommending that people marry those who are of the same racial background generally. Perhaps one night you will have a dream and in the course of it, the release valve that controls that little factory will open and release all that is excess. Okay. Hey, we're back. We're back. Hey. Two weeks. It's yeah. been too long. You was, want a vacation? Uh, you don't. I was busy. Why do you not care about the podcast? Uh, I was doing research. Mm. So I was in the archives of the Vatican. You went to Italy. The Vatican, because there's uh, in the side the depths of the Vatican, which I've been to. And I went. Da- I went down underneath into the catacombs down underneath uh-huh. the Vatican, uh-huh. and uh, there were sculptures of Moroni. <laughs> I wish that'd be cool. Sadly, there was. There was a. <laughs> Did you see that article about the Pope has a picture of naked Jesus behind his desk now? Naked Jesus. So it's uh, I don't, I don't know if it's real, but I saw it mm-hmm. on the LDS Freedom Forum. Mm. They were upset at the Pope because they're upset that they're starting to really go after Nelson. Mm. And because Why? the whole the vaccine thing. Oh, okay. So now they're poking holes at him everywhere. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're really mad at him. You know, he went and visited with the Pope. Yeah. And called him his holiness. He did? That's what they said. I don't know if they did. That's what they were claiming. Okay. Or his man, or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. But it came out that behind the Pope's desk in his office, he's got a picture of new Jesus. He's naked, looking over Lazarus, who's dead, who's five. But Jesus is naked, and you can see his... Yes. All of his nudity. Okay. And they're just like, see? He the Pope is a bad guy. <laughs> Why is Nelson talking to him? Because he's ba- a bad guy because he has a picture of new Jesus. Well, do you have a picture of new Jesus I in don't, your office? I don't know where you, where would I even find one? Online. I'm sure I, you don't think there is a picture of a new I'm Jesus. I'm sure there obviously there is. <laughs> if there's one Google behind it. I'm not gonna Google it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, anyways, that was the scandal. So I was there researching it. I don't get why they're why they're mad about that. <laughs> I don't. I think it's a big deal. It's, it is kind. Of, it's why, weird. Why isn't it? A it's big, weird. You don't think it's a big deal? I think it's very weird that you had a picture of a, a picture of Newt Jesus. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if it's true. So I went. Yeah. I googled it. And I couldn't find like a. There were some other like. Did they have a picture of it on the forum? Yes, and it's like the member area is blurred out. Ah. Uh. Well, he's he's like leaning over Lazarus. Does it look like a like a looks like a really nice like, painting? Does it look like a legit picture though? Yeah. Looks like a well, no. So no. they think he's no, no, like no. there's not a painting of the Pope with that behind him. Oh, there's not, I mean, there's not a picture of that. Mm. Someone says there is. Gotcha. And there's a picture of uh, that painting. How do they know though? How do they know it's there? I don't. Someone reported it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Love it. Fake news. So they're mad that he has a picture of naked Jesus. Because you shouldn't. It's de- is it like desecrating Jesus? Then is well, that like the idea. You no, know, that's a little too much. 
it's okay to him being the loincloth, yeah. you know, almost nude. Yeah. But nude, nude, nude is bad. It's a no-go. That's bad. So. And Nelson, when he walked into his office, I, well, I should know. have been like... I don't know if he saw... He probably, no, he probably met in a whole different area. <laughs> I don't think The Nelson, argument is just... Look at all I'm saying. They're saying... So they're tying... I, love, I love the argument of... of they're conflating... We, we, we think there's a painting... Correct. In the Pope's office. Yes. And we're angry at Nelson because he met with the Pope and called him his holiness. Correct. Because he knew as well. No, Nelson, had, Nelson didn't know so about the painting. So Nelson didn't know about the painting. No, but it but proves even, the Pope is bad. Ah, But how would Nelson know that? He didn't. So how was Nelson? He should know. Then? He's a problem. He's he, oh, he should have seen it in his dreams or something before he came, before he went there. Well, yeah, the Great Nabama yeah. Church. Okay. Uh, this. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, that that's a more. Yeah, that's, that's a better argument. That's than, where it comes from. Yeah. So that's that's why I was there investigating. I did not checking it out. Did you see it? I did not see it. I can't confirm Stupid. nor deny. You can't prove it's not there. Right. So neither can I prove it is there. But you wanted to. Well, I think we should talk about the talk about the topical stuff first. Topical things. Yeah, yeah, the funny uh, stuff. You said. Uh, what was the funniest thing? Um, it's, I think it's down more. That one, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the the TikTokers. Well, okay. So what's what's happening well, with the no, TikTokers? John DeLynn. Yeah, yeah. Who's in his own? You know the scandal going on at him, right? Yeah, now? yeah. He's getting yeah, two. Yeah. Getting two. He's in two scandals. Yeah, yeah. I know the Quaku thing. With black well, I mean, the black people. Yeah, that, I mean, oh my god. I, I listened to it. It didn't seem like he was. It seemed like that woman made the more inappropriate comments. Oh, people. okay. But he kind of went. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. And then his whole affair. It seemed like it was an emotional affair that he had with this woman, who was part of the. Mm -hmm. the did you see any of that? No, I, I heard. I heard him do the apology to the to the to black people about yeah. saying. So his other one was back in two thousand eight. I knew. Of, I knew of something that happened, yeah. like some affair. I yeah. think he had some uh, emotional affair with one of his employees. I love that term, emotional affair. Yes, it's a great know, term. It is good. <laughs> um, so it just keeps resurfacing. So QL did a whole video attacking Weird. that too. Yeah. So they're just really hitting just, John yeah, DeLynn. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to take him out. Yeah. But then John DeLynn had a couple of people who were on the Mormon Stories board or Open Stories Foundation board uh -huh. who backed John DeLynn. Defended him, yeah. So it's like, it's, it's kind of, and they had, they have, you can read, they're like talking about all the texts mm. they sent each other. Like, I need you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, wow. yeah, it's the real deal. They definitely. He's purporting. Well, the emails are saying more like she wanted to have a sexual relationship, and John didn't want to go that far. So he looks a little better. He definitely had. They were definitely. Isn't an emotional cross. relationship worse than a physical relationship? Ooh, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, is it worse if I have a? I, I mean, just, I think the what? the meme the meme is women would much rather you have a physical relationship than a, an emotional an relationship, emotional. right? Because if you just okay, you just went off and you had a a tryst with a coworker for a week and meant nothing is probably better than I had a three year long emotional affair. What does that even mean? Though emotional means you, what? It means you're talking with someone Deep, like deeply, <laughs> sharing 
deep, deep ideas, deep feelings, deep feelings. I love. Well, what it always turns into is my, well, my spouse is yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, right, right. We'll just talk to your spouse. I just, I think it's a meme. I think it's like women like to say that, but. Well, that goes well. That goes to my whole theory of um, <laughs> nothing's better than for you to have an affair in the Mormon Church and and be forgiven. Well, no, okay, no, no, nothing's more exciting. Okay, I, I, let me rephrase. No, women aren't going to like what I'm about to say. Well, no women listen to this. So, <laughs> so there's nothing greater in a Mormon woman's life. Yeah. Than for her husband to have an affair. Oh wow! Because she can tell everybody about it, because okay. everybody knows, and she becomes the martyr and is the one who stays and and works hard to make it work, and then can treat her husband poorly the rest of his life and get away with it. It's a win, and the guy, it's a win-win for the guy too. He gets to have an affair. He, he... <laughs> And then he gets to make up with his wife. Yeah. Because she gets to be the... I mean, but no one. Hold on, wait, wait. Not, <laughs> she gets to be the great martyr who accepts him and takes him back. Yeah. So he becomes... He gets... It's a win-win. Yeah, but no woman wants their husband to have an affair. I don't... I'm not sure. I mean, so, I mean sure some people that. do. Okay, let me, ask, let me ask you this question. What oh, yeah. percentage... Yeah. What percentage of, of, of marriages uh-huh. are like a happy healthy like very satisfied marriage two percent i think you're right <laughs> i said three percent to my wife uh-huh. it's like it's less than five mm-hmm. like how many people how many marriages are actually like i like actually like spending time with my my wife we're like yeah. the best of friends mm-hmm. we could say you know maybe not everything but we can like discuss yeah. things together we agree on like most things yeah. we enjoy each other's company uh-huh. Like, want to spend all our time with them would prefer yes if if given the choice yeah like what would you would you would you want to spend time with that person like i've only known one couple like that and they did get a divorce <laughs> well, what do you mean it, i don't know what happened i heard it down the road well obviously they weren't like that. but it, well at the time you were like man these these seem like the ideal couple. Well, but that's what you just saw. I mean, that's, you know, I know, hang on I know but well, the, the facade they put on was, was, it was incre- a good was facade. Incredible. Yeah, because I thought this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Well, what made you think that? Like, just their their, their rapport with yeah, each other. Yeah, they just loved hanging out. They always went on trips just alone, and then they just seemed always happy and laughing at each other, and it was just like mm. a perfect marriage. Interesting. And then it fell apart. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's right. Too I think hot. it's about I think it's too like hot. Too, too hot. Fizzled out. Were they how how long how long before they got divorced? How long were they married for? Maybe 12, 15 years. Oh wow. Years. It's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Kids? Mhm. Wow. Whole thing. Whole thing. So our friends um uh some of my son's friends parents just got or getting getting a divorce. Your son's oh, my son's friends oh, okay, yeah. parents are getting divorced. So they're a little younger. Yeah, they're like our our age, yeah. you know. But not like their 60s. Yeah. No, so the, I think they probably married the same amount of time. Maybe like yeah. 12, 15 yeah. years. Uh-huh. Their kids are pretty young. Yeah. But it's just like every time you see that, it's like, because because you, you we don't really hang out with them too much. We're like, yeah. you know, we interact yeah. with them. Yeah. It's just our kids are friends. But it's like you hear that. It's like, oh, my God. Like, that's so weird. It's like yeah. they seem just, I don't know. It's weird people get divorced. I, I was, I'm always, I'm curious how 
COVID yeah. affected. Uh, I think yeah. I, I think divorces probably went down. You couldn't cheat. You're too scared. <laughs> right to get COVID. But you get maybe, that COVID. Maybe more. <laughs> maybe more emotional. Because some guy, all right, I gotta get out of the house. Go for a drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you get COVID from? <laughs> You've been working from home. You know, and I had to. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good sign. Meeting good sign of an affair. Yeah. Only the only people who've died from COVID. How many? How many? Having an affair. How many Zoom affairs have happened because of Zoom? Ooh. That's an emotional affair right there. Do you think people are having Zoom affairs? Oh yeah. Really? Absolutely. Zoom like on a laptop? Oh yeah. That sounds horrible. Oh, it's happening for sure. I don't know if that's happened. Oh yeah, definitely. It gets weird. It gets like sexual, and like you know, you you have like Zoom sex and stuff. That's weird. It's happening. I mean, it, it is happening, but I don't choosing not to believe. It. How about that? How did we? How did we get talking about this? Um, you you did. We went to uh, we were talking to talk about the TikTokers. Okay, oh yeah, here we go. So TikTokers, um, apparently, well, John Delin. I brought up John Delin. That skewered everything. He interviewed some TikTokers who were getting excommunicated in their local ward for being, you know, they're they're kind of like I listened to a little bit of it. They were kind of like, how old were they? They were a younger couple. Okay, um, they probably had little littler kids. Yeah, and they were just like, yeah, you know, they figured they were like we're out of the church and they kind of it's we're happier outside and we think the church is wrong for X one. They weren't really. I haven't really watched. I don't do TikToks. I don't even know, but um, they're getting asked, but John Lynn was saying the thing that he's getting all these messages saying all these people now are getting X'd uh, via social media things. Oh, interesting. So he's calling it uh, a pur- another round of purges because <laughs> he was a purge with him and Kate Kelly and uh, it was all those people around around that same time. Yeah. And then before that, September 6th was the yeah. great purge. Dean yeah. Michael Quinn just died. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah. Anyways, he was one of them. Interesting. Yeah. So, this is why you got to do this? You can't, you can't, you can't be. I'm not saying anything. You got, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying anything. Um, <laughs> you got to be pseudonymous. Yes. Pseudonymous. Which makes me think TikTokers, the youth are into TikTokers. Oh, yeah. Can we get to the point where like a 16 year old gets excommunicated? Yeah, we we're talking about that. Can a sixty? Because I mean, there's definitely like, like sixteen year. I mean, younger kids like doing anti Mormon TikToks, funny videos about yeah, yeah. it, making fun of for it, sure, and then saying and being like, "Yeah, the church is stupid." I'm guaranteed that's going on. Absolutely, absolutely. Can you have a court? <laughs> yeah, a membership counts. No, no a, whatever is uh, what is it called? Member, no? um, <laughs> membership. Hearing? I just keep thinking court of love. Yeah, it's not court of love. No, they got court of love. A membership love. What is it called now? There's a word for it. Yeah, it's a anyway. Whatever. So could they? Could that they would make the news? Sixteen year old. That would not make the church tribunal. Record. Some bishop is. You know what, what do they do though? Call the sixteen year old in and say, "Hey, you stop, Susie or Billy." You got to stop, or we're gonna remove your records from the church. No. Yeah. What do they think? <laughs> Sixty years. Ago, I'm not going. What, well, I'll, I'll keep doing it. I would imagine. You think they would go to their parents and be like, "Hey, you need your." You I think they would call their parents yeah. first and say, "Hey, look, 
Billy is doing these videos. I wonder if there's some 16-year-old out there with just like a huge following that's doing like these these anti-TikTok videos. Well, here's the okay. Here's another question. Let's say there's uh, a, a parent couple who are ex-Mormon or anti-Mormon, whatever. I'm going to phrase it, and they, you know, their kids are out too, and they kind of push their kid to do it. Mm. And get them to do these videos just to antagonize the church, like. But they're already out, though. But they're, but they're, I mean, they're not. They haven't got their names oh, removed. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like I wonder, like I could see that happening too. Yeah, and then <laughs> it would yeah. just be so fun to have a child. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be so funny because, like, if you had a really like popular like 16 17 yeah. year old right with like a you know fifty thousand hundred thousand dollars it's like a, it's a little edgy so members are watching it right too. they're right, funny right. and it's funny and it's and, but entertaining they, but, but they do have some that are anti right 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 it's like i'm, I'm gonna be sure you know you've seen those videos. yeah, yeah. Be serious here <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> then they have because like in that situation <laughs> that person has way more power than the church does yeah because he comes out i'm gay whatever and then says, "Yeah, you know, really, you can't fight. You can't. The church oh can't fight goodness. that. That would be. That's like the devastating. Ultimate. Yeah, devastating. What are you gonna again? What are you gonna do? Excommunicate this? <laughs> and that's just like the worst <laughs> PR ever. Well, listen, the church has a a very good record of being making blunders. Yeah, not seeing the next step. Can you even? How do you even excommunicate? Can you excommunicate a sixteen-year-old? I would assume you could." Remove their records. Remove their records. Because you yeah. don't excommunicate anymore. So you have a yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. You have a membership. Maybe that's why they did it. So that's their. We talk about this. Churches, sometimes I think they're geniuses and they're blunders. But they made this move five years in advance knowing TikTok was on the move. Mm. So then they could remove records. When, instead of excommunicating children, they just remove their records. Yeah. Softer and gentler. Yeah. Yeah. But then that, but then that's that six year just go go on their TikTok and just tell tell everyone what happened. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I went to this meeting with yeah. my bishop, and it's <laughs> just a bunch of count. You and know, they just have all these funny, like they turn parents, into a dance or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and just make it here. super entertaining. Because TikToks are only like a minute. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Just have a, they would just make fun of it. Yeah, just make fun of it, make it funny. And then they would they would record it, secretly record it. Yeah. And then they would have play blurbs, <laughs> and it would just go just. Go viral, yeah. and then that sixteen-year-old gets on Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. like oh, just... just stop. I don't because they don't like the bit. Okay, the bishop. All it takes is two men to agree to excommunicate or whatever a sixteen-year-old to make it happen. Now, because mm-hmm. the bishop gets in wind of it, mm-hmm. I think he has to talk to the state president about it mm-hmm. and those two are like yeah let's do it mm-hmm. like i don't think it goes up do you not need to have all the high counselors involved and no all high stuff? counselors are not involved anymore oh really no i didn't know that yeah so it's just a, it's on it's a, the it's bishop on a, who's who does it it's on a ward scale it's now? on a ward level with the with the state president's like blessing blessing really i think that's how it is now so who decides then the bishop, the bishop. and just the bishop and i think i think he uh counsels Right. With the state president. So it only takes those two. It, it's not like a vote of like whatever no, eight no, people no. or whatever. No, it's not how it used to be. Where you'd have like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the high councilmen's defending. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Against, you know, it's like a courtroom. Right, trial. right, right, right. Now it's just like Bishop decides. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. So you can only hope that that would happen. And it very easily could. You could see the future Did, of that. How, how does that... What like what's the what's the for the church to survive like what what because that's like basically I've thought about this before like it's it's like it's like an authoritarian government it's like there's no there's no free speech right you can't criticize the government or you get put in jail you know or or yeah. or or punished right yeah. same thing it's like in the church like you can't speak out against the leadership or else you'll get you can well you can but you get kicked out well you know as long as you do it alone by yourself by yourself right somebody knows, knows you, <laughs> yeah. like, you just made it seem like <laughs> so no you can't yeah and then in in the day and age when you know people have audiences and, and and like is that is that a sustainable future where you have a church that basically d doesn't allow any kind of dissent, cri dissent yeah. criticism blah 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 it's like you know like look at the united states like politicians and institutions they get they get dissent all the time you just ignore it yep. and based on you know whatever how, however you act like th that determines whether or not people will still well, I mean, yeah i mean they could be getting closer to that day where they just don't bother yeah let if you're a member and then to you me start, it's like it's why, yeah. they, why are they bothering with that yeah i, I don't know I think they, it's just an old relic that they're hanging on to. That yeah. they, they probably just need to, unless someone is like, the only time I could really see of getting rid of their membership is they're being hostile and like openly aggressive, physically mm -hmm. uh, harassing members. Yeah. You're like, hey, look, you can't come in this church anymore. Right, right, right. Because you are... Uh, making a disruption you're bothering things like yeah. we're just going to remove your records so we can say we don't want anything to do with you anymore yeah that's the only time i think they should start doing that that's someone basically crazy people yeah right 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 <laughs> who, are, who have lost it because most sane people just let it go yeah i think an, i think an argument for like because a lot of like on one hand, you can think these people like, okay, if you're going to criticize the church and you hate all these things about the church, why don't you just leave? Like, why are you like still in the church? Yeah. Right. Why are you criticizing it? Still a member. Like, why are you part of this group that you hate? Right. But at the same time, there's a lot of people in the church that enjoy many parts of it, but then they dislike also some parts but want to change it. Yeah. A lot of, that's what some people's argument. They stay in, so they be a, make a change. Yeah. Which is true. I think that's. But does that, you think that will ever get to that point where like members can actually well it's happening right now we talked about last week right with the with the k kelly thing yeah so i mean you can i i i think there will be softening more and more yeah because most of the bishops are going to be like who cares if she's if this person is saying bad things on facebook yeah like what does it is really affecting anything right I, I guess if you were saying only time i guess maybe too is like you're actively approaching members and saying to leave or... you need to leave like to a harassing level yeah 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 to where you're like 
okay, look, you get you got to stop. Yeah. Or we're gonna not like that. That means I mean you, you can still do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess that's the level. I don't know. Who knows what they'll do? I think more and more bishops are gonna be like, I don't want to get involved in this. Yeah. And then my stories on. Yeah. Mormon stories and TikTok. <laughs> and, like I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not that interested. I'll pretend I didn't see it. Yeah. And we'll move on. But there's some there's a group of people that are want to be protective of it. I think it's their job to protect the church and be the yeah uh, the saviors on Mount Zion. Yeah, as they say, because they're leading their own flock away. Yeah, that's where they step in. I just see it. Just seems like such a weird thing where you like can't criticize the leadership. It's like it's so like yeah. in any other situation, like you would be like, what the like what what organization what kind of organization is this like what kind of government is this you can't criticize this is like north korea you can't criticize your local leaders either like, yeah in trouble exactly for that. it's like you can you can kind of have a little bit of a but in the end their word is what you do yeah when you're stuck yeah well it's kind of it's like that that elder oaks quote you know like in, in the beginning of our intro it's like oh. you can't criticize the leaders of the church even, even if, if they're wrong even if they're wrong you just need to obey it's just so, it's so weird. So it's weird. a weird mentality. But I, I think it'll just kind of slowly go away. I mean, those guys are, those older guys are leaving. The younger guys, it'll just change. Yeah, over like a period of 100 years. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. What's the rush? It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> but you also you had mentioned you want to talk about, what's her name? The, ther- the therapist. We don't have to really talk about the therapist that got estimated. We kind of talked about the issues, yeah. you know. She was kind of, you know, I think if she hadn't said, you know, she was just being really being aggressive yeah. against the leadership. Against the leadership, yeah. If she would, a vague thing about how sexual yeah. is has healthy, and, I don't, nobody would have cared. Nobody would have cared, yeah. So she, I, I think she, I mean, she knew what she, she should have known better. Yeah, she, if she wanted to keep her membership, you can do it. Yeah. And then uh, church starting again, is that? Oh, yeah. Is you going own? to church now? Uh, we've gone a few times now, yeah. Oh, wow. Look at you. Oh, yeah. Very active. Very active. We're still masked and spaced out. Do, do you see some people come without masks? There's a few people. All right. I give them the, I give them the stink eye. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're not better than me. Yeah. That's my... Like, what are you doing? They're uh, exercising their freedom. <laughs> I know. Whatever. I don't really, I don't really care that much. But, yeah. And then... Uh, but we still haven't gotten to two hours. Oh, really? No, no. When do you go to two? No, no. Don't know. We're going to two this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, have you been? Are you guys still not going? We're not going. Well, we're going this week, though. I'm, mm. I'm, I've got I've got other engagements. Yeah. Um, but my family's going. Mm. And I and I got a text from my primary asking if we're going to be there. And I, I said yes. So I will, I, will be, I will be teaching primary in two weeks. Nice. There so, you go. Back at it. Back at it. Excited. Um, I don't know when. I don't know when I was going to start. It's all steak to steak. Yeah, it's steak to steak. We've got an old steak. Old, lots of old people. Oh, really? I'm always like, oh, you guys are rolling the dice, old people. So, uh, and then the Wendy Nelson boycott it. Whatever happened with that? Did you see that? UBU. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think anything's going to happen with that. It's a minor. It's kind of funny though. Minor blip. That's the beginnings. The beginnings, yeah. The, the rumblings, rumblings are beginning yeah, yeah. of. Uh-huh. You can't have these people. It's like having Trump come. Yeah. People are going to be mad. Yep. 
the university's the wrong place because young people have feel they have voices now. Yeah, and then they can make make waves and change. Yeah, football. So, I mean, the football thing that's going to happen soon. That's coming. Yeah. Once this COVID is over. Oh, Zach, BYU got a boost with Zach Wilson. Yeah, that saved him a few more years. Yeah, it really did. I don't know. They just have to be good. They start, you know. It's gonna be tough. They just don't recruit well. So, but anyways, um, all right. So you are concerned about the Book of Mormon. Well, so this is what I was thinking. We got we we kind of have gone into like a deeper dive of a topic each week. Yeah. I was just You're saying oh, the uh, TikTok child excommunication is not that deep. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's infant an infant excommunication. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I want to talk about the Book of Mormon today because I feel like the Book of Mormon is like the last bastion of like what's the word truth for the for people who are. Maybe arguing for or against the the church because um, you, you can. It's hard to argue all the history stuff like polygamy and blacks in the priesthood and gay marriage and it's it's hard to argue like that that stuff didn't happen because I mean it's easy to it's easy to like you know to to understand those things and see the facts and see the history and see the issues. But the Book of Mormon though, that's kind of like well. You, I get all that stuff that happened in the past. People make mistakes. People make mistakes. But nobody's perfect. What about the Book of Mormon? Like the Book of Mormon, that that seal. Like I mean, I used I used to feel this way too, where it's like the Book of Mormon. It's like how do you explain the Book of Mormon? So that proves to me the church is true. I'm not, and I'm not trying to say like, like, oh, this like we need to, uh, we need to like deconstruct the Book of Mormon uh, truth claims, and then you know it's not true. Yeah. But but I just want to like talk about like how the church's um narrative around like how the book of mormon came to be mm -hmm. has kind of like changed yeah throughout the years mm -hmm. and how um even with the with, with the bible too and almost well, same thing with like the the pearl of great price like you know i think most people believe like the bible is not like historical record per se it's it's more of a conglomeration of stories and myths that have been passed on over hundreds, thousands of years. Uh -huh. And they've kind of like evolved to yeah. what we have currently in the Bible. Yeah. And um, like, I get, you know, same thing with, I mean, I, I, same thing with the idea of the, like the Pearl of Great Price. Like that's kind of like, what's the theory of the Pearl of Great Price now with all the historical things? Like, is, is it like, so I just want to talk about different theories yeah. behind like the, the, Book of Mormon, how, you know, what do we believe? Is it a historical record? Is it, is it inspired? Is it like so the translation? Is it, is it a translation? Inspiration? Right, 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 right. That's so, because I want to know what the, like, because you're, you know, all about all this stuff. But I don't so wait, well, Okay. So let's go back. The original version is how was the Book of Mormon translated? The original, earliest, what is your understanding? Well, what is the what was the church's narrative on that? Yes, he had the plates. Got the plates from who? Moroni. Correct. Right. Okay. Okay. Got the plates from Moroni. Uh huh. Um. I mean, this is a, just broad view. Yeah. 
took the plates, looked at them, was writing. Oh, whoa, whoa. How, did, how did he translate them? He translated them. Translated them, How yeah. did he translate them? What, I mean. What did he get in the stone box from Moroni? Okay, Urim and Thummim. Right. Right. And they were fastened with how? With the bow. Yes, a silver bow with yeah. like a figure eight. Uh-huh. And it was like a spectacle. Okay, yeah, like right. Wear. And then it had like a little hoops that go around your head or your ears. Okay. Then it had like a wire coming off the breastplate. Do you remember that? Mm. Remember the breastplate was in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breastplate. And then it was like a wire you could hook into the breastplate and it would hold the... Hold everything together. So you could kind of look through them. Yeah. And then translate yeah. the Book of Mormon. Right. That was like... That was his, the yes. earliest yes, yes. thing. But then things changed a little bit. Okay. And then people started getting... Reading. People started reading. <laughs> I don't know. If that's People started reading. Yes. They read the accounts from the original witnesses. Yeah, like Emma Smith, yes. who helped translate. Uh huh. Martin Harris, and Oliver Cowdery. And then what? What changed then? What was the? So it changed era? from the Urim and Thummim to basically he had a rock, right? He had the seer stone, seer stone, seer stone yes. And he put it in the hat, uh -huh. and then he saw the words kind of like come to him. Yeah. So what would happen? You can read. Here's a quote okay. from, uh, let's see, President Nelson. Love it. Talking about quoting, is President Nelson quoting David Whitmer about how he used mm -hmm. the seer stone. Okay. So I'll read it a little long. But Joseph Smith would put the seer stone into a hat and put his face in the hat, drawing it closely around his face to exclude the light. And in the darkness, the spiritual light would shine. Yeah. A piece of something resembling parchment would appear. Mm. And on that appeared the writing. One character at a time would appear. And under it was the interpretation in English. Mm. Brother Joseph would read off the English to Oliver Cowdery, who was his principal scribe. And when, when it was written down and repeated to Brother Joseph, so Oliver Cowdery would repeat it back, uh, to see if it was correct. It would then disappear. Mm. And another character in the interpretation would appear. Thus the Book of Mormon was translated by the gift and power of God and not by any other power of man. Okay. So like a parchment. So the rock, somehow a parchment piece would come up with a reformed Egyptian symbol mm -hmm. with translation, translation in, in English. English. And so that's how they got. Yeah. That's the new current idea of how it was translated yes uh i don't know if you're aware of this but there are some anachronisms yes in the text can you name some i mean there's a lot i mean a lot of them right the okay um have you ever read the book of mormon i never have read the book of mormon <laughs> have you read it all the way through i have okay yeah just check it um what's what like steel uh -huh. All the different animals. Yes. Um, well, what else? There's a lot of references to like 18th and the 19th century um, things that wouldn't have been there. Correct. Um, There's some New Testament in there, which would be after. Right. There's right. Some Second Isaiah. Right. Uh, Deutero Isaiah Terce. Tertiary Isaiah, there's some Greek words in there. There's a French word. Mm -hmm. 
there's a, the amount of population, like millions died at this one battle scene. Right. Right. That's kind of a, well, is that, there's genetics, right? There's not really good genetic source right. of Hebrews in the Americans. Um, you kind of name it. And then, and then there's, why is it written in King James English? Mm -hmm. You know, and then there's some weird archaic old English in there, which we'll come back to. Okay. Which is exciting. So it becomes a little bit tricky. So how do you get from a ancient American, which no one knows where, into a King James or inversion of it? Who made it that way? Yeah. So uh, so up at, so I'm going to play the I'm going <clears> to <throat> play the believing member. Okay. And ask you these questions that not blue. Well, I'm like why like why so why why are, for example why why is there a French word and is you as a Mormon apologist, why is there a French word adieu? Okay, so <clears throat> this goes into the whole next level of theories. Okay, right? yeah. How you got <clears throat> to how do you get a text from 400 AD mm -hmm. into King James English, right? So the theory goes, well, a couple theories. God just made it appear on that parchment in the hat so it sound biblical and people would respect it mm. right yeah but then why would he throw a french word in and why are there still anachronisms and why couldn't he have cleaned all that up so then the, eh, maybe god didn't do it maybe moroni did it okay and moroni's been kind of wandering around learning uh, societal norms that's a terrible one it's, I think it's really good. <laughs> living or the three Nephites have been living amongst us, ah. learning uh, society, okay. mingling with us, right? <laughs> so they would write it in the customary. Well, so the they wrote it, and then in, and then that appeared to Joseph. Yeah, they they would write it. They they made their own. They took the four hundred AD plates. Okay, okay, and then modernized it right right, right to make yeah. it more palpable mm -hmm. and make it more sense because you wouldn't want like a let's say it's mesoamerica where the book of mormon had like this weird yeah. stuff yeah let's yeah. make it we need to make it up like uh palpable rela relatable 19th relatable century to, right. white right settlers yeah we need that that's the group we need right? mm -hmm. uh so that's another theory the other theories it just got synthesized through joseph smith yes it needed to work for him and it just kind of did it that way the best explanation in my opinion is a committee in heaven of biblical uh, people who translate the bible from you know the original latin bible into the king james version and the earlier versions there was a committee in heaven and they got together and wrote it um, and then that's why how the all the anachronisms got in there. Yeah, because they're doing the best they can. Right. Because it's got like a ghost committee. Yes. Got together. So what? Who who's behind this ghost committee theory? Well, it's been postulated, and people have talked about. I mean, mainly it's uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, he's a famous guy. Oh, it'll it'll come to me. 
will come to me who it is. But he sort of postulated. What is his position in the in, in the church? He's or like in the academia. Works or, at BYU. Okay, so he's a BYU professor. Correct. He's he's done all the major research. No, no, major research on the Scousen. Scousen. Okay. On the early text of the Book of Mormon. Okay. Done all these books. Blah blah blah. But he postulated. He hasn't really done a, like a, a real paper on it. But he's online. He's mentioned it. Okay. That's his working theory. But ghost committee. Yeah. So that would explain all the anachronisms. Yeah. Why there's New Testament in there? Because those writer that ghost committee thought it'd be a good idea to sneak it in. Yeah. Because it helps move the story along and make it better and things that they cared about because they were big into the New Testament. So they wanted to sneak the stuff in. So that's how it got in there. And then uh, the Givenses have put forward the bricolage. Oh, yeah. And who are, the, who are the Givenses? It's Tarot and Fiona Givens yeah. who are due uh, write all the books now about members who have questions and they're kind of the, the bridge between doubters and faithful that yep. you can you can question this and still be a good member. He's like a he's professor a professor of he, not at BYU. <laughs> no, he's at another university yeah. and he writes all these books. Yeah. He's always at BYU. He's a, he's a he's a someone in academia. He's an academia. Yeah. Academia. Yeah. So he came up with bricolage, which, which is, is where which is a French term for just kind of piecemealing things together. So it's not it really happened. Okay. The plates, there was more Moroni, mm -hmm. and these people. Maybe the story's totally different, and he wrote everything down. But Joseph Smith came up with the ideas in the Book of Mormon, coming from his own things that he had read and known about, and then put the Book of Mormon together. It's real and true, but it's not history. <laughs> But there was actually Moroni still? <clears throat> they're like, <clears throat> maybe. Okay. <clears throat> maybe they're all there, maybe not. Doesn't matter. Details. You don't need to know these details. Because <laughs> if you start really looking at it, you're like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Well, it seems like a terrible <clears throat> theory. Well, if you're trying to make it all fit. How do you, yeah, how do you make it all fit? I mean, because like, so go, like, there's a, there's a couple of books that, that if you look at them, and you compare the, you know, the, the, the writings in these books to the Book of Mormon, there's like just the the similarities are just like yeah striking. No it's like it's like you, you, they can't be coincidence. So the problem is the apologists keep putting this narrative together that Joseph Smith copied things down. Yeah, but no one's ever saying that on the other side. They're saying he borrowed the ideas. Yeah, and the style, mm -hmm. and then made the book. Of right, 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 right. <clears throat> so it's kind of a straw man argument that they always like to use. Well, there's not a book that he copied from. You can't yeah, show yeah, it. Yeah. Like, well, no, no, no. It's not what anybody's saying. But he like some of the verses. Like, what, what's what are the books called? Like the Great War, uh, the Great War, View of the Hebrews, View of the Hebrews. Yeah. But that was a common argument that the Native Americans were Hebrews. That was not a right, right, thing right, at right, all. right, right. That was like hundreds of years before then. They were thinking this is who these people. Were. Yeah. So those ideas, those ideas they're were in the like, Malou. yeah, they're floating, or, yeah, they're floating around. So we bricolage, we yeah. put together, and he just synthesized it. And God said, "Yes, this is good. This is what's going to spark, you know, this new religion that we need with the priesthood and all this other stuff." Yeah, it's what we needed at the time. So, so Tarot Gibbons <clears throat> believes that it, it's 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 a moot point whether or not it actually happened. Correct. Um, but the more important thing is Joseph Smith 
took these um, ideas of the time, um, different books, um, his own maybe imagination. Uh, He was inspired by God to amalgamate all these things and put them together into this history story Uh that would spark the population of that time to be to believe and start this new church correct okay now the church hasn't really grabbed hold of that but they are grabbing hold of the idea of the book of mormon is not a translation anymore but it's an inspiration it's a revelation Okay. So when you put that word on there, you can any anachronism. Where's that coming from, though? You're hearing the, the top leadership saying revelation now. The Book of Mormon is a revelation. You'll hear it at a conference. You'll hear it at some different phrases. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And it's really coming from <clears throat> BYU. Yeah. Because BYU purged all the hardcore apologists 10 years ago now that were would come up with all these weird ways of why... You know, there's horses in the Book of Mormon because yeah, yeah. they're writing tapers and that whole yeah. scene. And uh, what's a taper? That's like a little big pig. Yeah. So they would ride these pigs in the battle. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> but that was like, I don't it's know. A great, if it's a great meme now among the ex Mormon yeah, community. Yeah, they love using that. So the, uh, they purged all of them because they were actually really kind of bad dudes who would always attack. Anybody attacking the church, yeah, 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 really disparage them and go after them. And it wasn't academic at all, right? So, no other university would look at this stuff, yeah, as like real academia. So, BYU, I think, was like, we need to become a real university here. So, let's get rid of these guys, got rid of them all. They still have their own little group now, yeah, and they still fight back and they hate BYU. Because uh, BYU put in all these guys who are loosey goosey, who are, well, it's an inspiration. It doesn't matter. Maybe it's not history. And it's sort of being taught at BYU now that it's okay to think this way. Yeah. You don't have to believe it's totally history. So they're indoctrinating. So when you say BYU, you're talking about like Maxwell Institute. Yeah, the Maxwell's. Well, and also the people teaching. You know, religion classes at BYU. Yeah, and so because the problem what they what they started doing, and then they they just put out a thing not too long ago about this. BYU started hiring people with doctorates, members who had who went off to another college to get their doctorate or master's mm-hmm. in uh, Old Testament history or New Testament. They'd come back with mm-hmm. all these theories that they're learning. Yeah, and then they'd have to. They couldn't accept the Old Testament as history anymore. Right. Or the New Testament is everything's totally peachy, 100%. Mm-hmm. They have all these different theories. So they've let in, but they just put out something recently saying, we're only going to let, you can only get like a doctorate from BYU to come teach here. So they <laughs> they realized they went too far. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so now they're, they're drawing they're it back it a little down bit. bit. Yeah, because yeah, they, they, you can't, if, you can't have a doctorate in Old Testament history and believe you have to you have to learn all the different theories. Yeah. It's hard not to take those into your own personal beliefs. Yeah. It's really hard to join them out together. Because yeah. Mormonism is very still is like people still believe Noah was a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And wait, wait, what? Yeah. Noah's a real person. I don't person? want to break your Oh my gosh. But 
So now that's changed. So BYU's let in all these people that are more loosey goosey, and they they have all this interfaith dialogue going on. Yeah. And, um, so it's changed the whole perception. So now the I think the church is heading that way where they're going with it's an inspiration and a revelation. It's good. You don't. But are they going the way of it actually happened or it didn't happen? I think they're. I think they're going towards it didn't really happen. I don't. Th you think so? Slowly heading there. Yeah. But. But but is BYU saying that? BYU's not really saying. That. Yeah, they're not really saying that. You. I, I but guarantee, I don't see I guarantee you... behind closed doors they are saying. Yeah. Because you can't. Yeah. You can't if if BYU if all the professors want to be in good with all the other academics of the United States of the world, all they have to do is say, this was just a sacred text for us, not history. Right. They're in. Yeah. As soon as they say it's history, yeah. you get laughed out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, it's like being a Dianex is for <laughs> mental health therapy. Yeah. You get laughed out. What's Dianetics? That's L. Ron Hubbard's Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, that's like their Bible. So you can't, you can't play in academia that's from bad to that too. You, but you have to be in with. Isn't the church? Remember that that talk by Holland to the, to Maxwell Institute. And it yeah. seemed like he was almost like saying, "Hey, it doesn't. Not, we don't need to be. Um, yeah. We don't need to. We don't need the the approval of these other universities. We need to do our own thing. Yeah. That is promoting the faith of the members. Correct. That's what we care about. Yeah. So, so that was like several years ago. Yeah. So it it's not a. Uh, it's still fluid. Yeah, they're still having punching back both ways. Because I imagine there's still professors there that don't believe, that don't f accept the narrative that the church is maybe not saying. There's so many that I I think they just the church is good. It's my tribe. Yeah, as they always say now. Yes, and uh, the Book of Mormon is a sacred text. To is me, a sacred text. Yes, and it should be. There's great stuff, but I don't think it's historical. Right, and I. I think we're all heading that way because it's so much easier to do that. It wipes out all the anachronisms for you. Yeah. And he doesn't have to be this magical thing anymore. It can just be like, oh, the problem is if you read anybody's account from back in the day, they made it very clear this was a real thing. Yeah. And Joseph Smith, uh, it was revealed on a stone. The actual words, yeah, and so and Moroni is a real person. Mm -hmm. So now you're getting a pickle, and then you have Peter, James, and John visited me, and you have Noah came, and you yeah. had Adam and Eve visit me, yeah. So now you're getting like, okay. Now it gets trickier, trickier. It's a real like a uh, hard position that the, the leadership of the church is in because, yeah. on one hand, you really can't refute like all the all the problems, all the historical issues, all the anachronisms, all the lack of DNA, all the, you know, like all that yeah. stuff is like, you can't, it's like irrefutable. Well, like, I mean, I, I guess you can, I mean, for, if, if you were just going to look at the evidence, it's pretty easy to, yeah. Yeah. But if you believe it's easy to believe those, they still are pumping out all that stuff. Like, well, there's in a cave in Mexico, they found some horse bones from, 10,000 years ago. Yeah. So that means they're, so you put these little nuggets. But I don't think the church is doing that necessarily, right? It's it's kind of like members that are, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not the church clean, per clean. se, but they don't, they tend to kind of still 
float these things out of there. 70 will get up and say something in a state yeah. conference and float these ideas and then people believe it. But then if you don't do that though, if you don't if you don't push the original narrative, it's like basically you're like you're basically saying like I'm not a prophet. Basically. It, yeah, it's a how it's a like how like house you know? of cards here unfortunately yeah. because if the whole thing isn't what he said it was. Yeah. Oof. It's like the thing, it's like the original quote, like by who who said it? Like, if the book if the Book of Mormon's what was it? Like if the Book of Mormon's, well, I think it was uh, Hinckley who said it's either the biggest scam ever, yeah, or it's all true, right? Yeah, like, that well, that's uh, now you put yourself in a box. Exactly, that's that's a really uh, problematic. But the vast majority of people aren't going to follow the logic through it, no, or really look at. An apologetics argument for horses. They're just going to repeat the snippet that they heard, and that solves their problem. And that's a whole epistemology issue of why you believe what you believe. Yeah. And. But you also let's say this. But they're going down the epistemology route. Like let's like we talked about this before. Like if if what would make you not believe, right? So yep. what what percentage of the church, if if we have found out, like, pretty much like definitively that Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith just made it up, right? Found, okay, how about that? You found the text of the Book of Mormon 20 years earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That someone else had written. Right. He took it. He copied it. Copied it. Yeah. How many people would leave the church then? How Yeah, how many? What do you think? 5%. I think it's pretty low. 5%. I think higher than that, but. Maybe 10. Yeah, so how, like, how do you think they would reconcile that in their mind, like, they would come up with some apologetic, some better. some some new thing, right? Like, yeah. oh, that guy, like it was inspired for him to find it, or you know, yeah, some, some like, crazy. Well, thing. listen, it doesn't matter. It's still inspired. It's still in. But what didn't Joe Smith say he translated? Well, he did from the paper. <laughs> he still got the plates, right? Oh man, the plates are still real. It doesn't matter. Ah, that. That's a that's an interesting because maybe because maybe Moroni gave it to some other guy and he failed. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it, not, it's it, easy. Yeah. To, to walk but then what would the church say? How would the church deal with that? They would just, just say something like they'd come up with something. The, the head-up guys wouldn't talk about it. They'd let the minions do it. And yeah. what they do is they let them take the hit Yeah. if it ends up being like a stupid argument. Like, yeah, we don't believe that guy. Is. Yeah, that's easy to do to just discredit. Whoever. Discredit that, whoever came up yeah. with that dumb theory. They kind of do that now. They let the guys run on these theories knowing that it may or may not know, but then they just throw them under the bus when they don't need them anymore. Say, we, that's a dumb theory. We're not going to go with that. That was him talking. He was a man. It was a man. What percentage of the 12 apostles do you think, how many of the 12 apostles do you think that believe that it's not literally like true? History? Zero. You think they'll believe it? Yeah. Yeah. They're not thinking this far down the rabbit hole. Of yeah reading uh, an account from they may read it but it, you gotta have room for a doubt to creep in so you have to doubt your doubts first right and they just immediately will just yeah they're not interested why there's no benefit plus at this point it's like to, to like change your paradigm like at that age is like it's nearly it means impossible it's rare very rare very rare and you're you are a demigod yeah. On earth. Yeah. That's rare. Literally. There's only a few. It's like yeah. cult leaders. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The Pope. Yeah. I mean, cardinals are cardinals are probably deferred like an apostle. 
you can't be in that position and that not change your your perspective on reality. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just got to be the weirdest people quoting you. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be just the biggest trip ever. Yeah. Like the biggest hit of dopamine, like you could ever feel. I mean, pins and needles when you get up and talk. Yeah. Whatever you say is gospel. Yeah. That's an, it's a weird, it's got to be just so like, it's got to change you so much. Yeah. So, uh, so over time, I think, the narrative will keep shifting a little bit away from apologetics, hardcore apologetics, of yeah. defending, you know, why New Testament's in the Book of Mormon, and getting more towards eh, it's just a good book. Don't worry about it. Why are you? Yeah, you just want to sit. Yeah, <laughs> fifty years. Yeah, we're a ways away, but it's it's Long slowly coming. So, all right. Good.